Then we, we find out, and, and we also knew this, but we, we, we didn't have it corroborated, right? We didn't have it corroborated by the DOJ. And they, they, they corroborate that the stuff he had, in most cases, uh, he was never in, entitled to have in the first place. Presidents can do certain things. They're entitled to have papers because they're the big dog. Vice presidents, senators, not so much. And by pointing this out and by, you know, making his assessment of, well, you know, he's, a, he's an old man with a bad memory, uh, that, that whole pretense of fairness got blown up coming out of the, out of the Biden DOJ. And it, it, it's, two, it's two different ways. They declined to prosecute him. And they made clear the facts surrounding his retention of documents was worse than anything Trump ever would have done. He was covered by the pre Trump was covered by the Presidential Records Act. This allows the chief, chief executive to retain some personal records from his time in office, as did former uh, former President Bill Clinton. He also had a broad has a president has broad authority to formally declassify most documents that are not statutorily protected while they are in office. As former senator and vice president, Biden was not covered by that. So I had no protection from that. And he also, uh, you know, they found this all over the place. And he read them out loud to the guy that was writing his memoir. When they found, you know, they found documents going back to his 36-year tenure in the Senate. He had classified documents from the late 1970s. And he even shared them with his ghostwriter, telling him he just found it all downstairs. Interestingly, while Trump was, of course, out there trying to negotiate and said, I've got these things, how should I store them? How should I keep them? With, you know, of course, with Secret Service protection as well, under lock and key. Uh, and then they showed up with the multi-SUV assault force with their ARs and their, their body armor on. They got to wear all the battle rattle, roll in, and, and, and do, that, do that raid. With Biden, they just, you know, slipped in and slipped out. Found the stuff all over the place. No dramatic, unannounced pre-dawn raid. Now, last week, Russian leaders and state media were laughing openly at Biden for his diminished mental function. And they're making fun of the fact that he has the launch codes and, uh, you know, for, 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 you know, resurrecting Francois Mitterrand and uh, losing track of his own defense secretary for six days in January. <laughs> um, well, then the spin starts, but then the Robert Herb bomb dropped. And... Biden's own DOJ is refuting in clear and direct language the song and dance they've been putting forward publicly since he got into office and for this election year. That the incumbent is mentally fit to fulfill the duties of his office both presently and in a second term. So the two strongest arguments for keeping Trump from another four years in the Oval Office that the former president is a crook and that Biden is mentally fit to serve as the nation's chief executive, both of them fell in tatters with this one investigation and this one report. Enter President, former President Barack Obama. The last Democrat president before Biden has been warning Biden and party leaders for months 
And he's been trying to be subtle about it by sending David Axelrod in there to make these, uh, you know, tell these things that Biden faces an uphill fight to win a second term. That was before her dropped the satchel charge of this report into the Biden political bunker. And now there's only one person that might possibly talk Jill and Joe Biden out of standing for re-election, and everybody's thinking it's Barack Obama. Now, he tried this before. He convinced Biden not to run against Hillary Clinton in 2016, and he counseled, he counseled Biden against running in 2020 as well when he was out of office. And now he has this little short window to take that course in a third time and arrange to have Biden you know, come out there and declare victory or something out there and denounce that his great work restoring American democracy is complete. And now he's just going to sit back and enjoy his soft serve and his Matlock marathons. Now, it's too late at this moment to get other Democrat candidates on remaining state primary ballots. And he would declare a fair and open primary fight to be decided in August with a vote of delegates at the Democrat convention in Chicago. Then he could announce that he will refrain from endorsing any candidate before the convention to preserve the fairness of the process. This leaves Obama open to try to do something with Kamala Harris. You know, they've already, they've already decided in the Democrat, uh, the inner, Democrat inner circle in 2016 that she was not sit, fit to serve as their standard bearer. And understand this, this is all a very far-fetched scenario that I'm spinning at you. This is me just uh, thinking in theoretical, hypothetical terms. Now, I'm almost certain that Barack Obama is right now getting up and he's having his second croissant, his third cup of coffee, and he's at Martha's Vineyard and his phone is ringing off the hook. And everybody's telling him that he has to go do something, he's got to take care of something. And uh, and the question becomes, what can he do? Because Biden, I think Biden fully intends. There, it's one thing to push him out. But see, if they do that, if they if they 25th Amendment him or push him out in the primary, that's not going to And they're all about the optics. They, they're always thinking about the long game. But at this particular moment, nobody knows because this is all new and fresh. The her report is all new and fresh, and they're still in the. They're still trying to assess what they're going to do. They're trying, trying to, you know, and they've got some people coming out that are saying things with a straight face, like, "If you go in there and you try to brief the boss, you better have your stuff together. He's going to make you regret the day you was born." Like he's some sharp as a tack dude, but he isn't. He's not sharp as a tack. He is a butter knife in the razor blade drawer. He is he is nothing nothing short of a raging disappointment in terms of being a commander in chief. And we are the, the damage he has done just with this, just just the realization that this is who he is. The media tried their very level best to run interference for him and this has come out and it's come out from his own. This is this is his DOJ that made this proclamation. And they're going to try to walk it back, and they'll try to get her, you know, Garland will have to try to get her to do something with it, or maybe Garland resigns, or who knows what's going to happen with this. Politics is such a, it's such a morass of, uh, of, of stupidity.